Привет, dear viewers. I am Svetlana, your temporary host for More Morgalans. Filling in for our dear Crystal Clear. Now, rumor has it that Crystal might have gone on a mysterious vacation. Some say she's exploring the Bermuda Triangle for a change, you know? Who needs a travel agent when you can just vanish into thin air? But fear not, we've got your Morgalans fix right here. It's like a magic act. One moment you see Crystal and poof, she's gone. Maybe she's just hiding in plain sight, covered in glitter. The ultimate camouflage. Now, let's dive into our Morgulans mayhem, because disappearing hosts are just the tip of the conspiracy iceberg. Stay tuned, comrades. Surprise, darlings, it's Crystal Clear, your elusive host, breaking through the Morgulans mist. Turns out I didn't vanish into the Bermuda Triangle after all, just took a brief unplanned sabbatical in the world of COVID for the 10th time. Yes, you heard me right, 10th time's the charm. And guess what? On the 10th bout, they throw in a free disappearance or a complimentary trip to the re-education camps. It's like the pandemic loyalty program nobody signed up for. But fear not, I'm back, glittering in full health, and, and maybe a tad sparklier than before. So, let's unravel the threads of Morgulans and conspiracy, because who needs a disappearing act when you've got me? Stay mysterious, my friends, and stay tuned. Yeah, about six months later, now we're hearing once again, finally, on Fox, about the freaking HIV Ebola Chinese rat lab. Mm -hmm. We want to know how he was able to obtain these pathogens, how he was able to get away with running a lab, getting millions of dollars sent to him from the Chinese Communist Party, and then obviously coming into our country, stealing American intellectual property. Oh. Um, yeah. Last week, the House Select Committee on the People's Republic of China announced... I like that group. Yeah, me here. too. Um, announced he allegedly had ties to the Chinese government. Duh. Even if you don't want to have ties to the Chinese government, you yeah, got ties yeah. if you're Chinese. Come on now. They, they try to control every single... Yeah, exactly. Authorities also reported Zhu had stolen millions of dollars worth of intellectual property and was part of an ongoing transnational criminal enterprise with ties to the PRC. He was arrested in October, months after a code enforcement officer first raised eyebrows about a green garden hose, that's so China, sticking out of a mm -hmm. hole at the location, a code violation that spawned further inspection with alarming results. You're not even good criminals, mm -hmm. including the discovery of that, and we are not good investigators. He also didn't think he, like, he didn't cooperate, like, he didn't think the U.S. was to be taken seriously. They're like, don't worry, we already pay off Newsom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> including the discovery of thousands of vials containing biological substances and mice used for disease research. Henson, like others, is concerned that more could be hidden across the U.S., hmm, you think, posing a threat to national security. The FBI and the CDC really dropped a ball here in terms of investigating not only this illegal lab, but now we wonder how many more labs like this exist in the country. I don't know, just go around looking for hoses. So clearly, we have some work to do to make sure we're prepared because we know China is doing everything they can to constantly undermine us. I think by undermine you mean assassinate. You know they're still like telling the world that we were that COVID came from America. It was on frozen French fry and wet bucket. American no, eat French no, fry. They call French, but they American. Yeah. 
Loud. <laughs> the House Select Committee on the PRC further claimed that both the FBI and the CDC were contacted by local law enforcement, but the agency said, we're too busy taking Mandarin classes. Official later contacted Representative Jim Costa, de- Democrat, California, who pressed the CDC to get involved, prompting the agency to conduct an investigation that reportedly unearthed, quote, at least 20 potentially infectious agents. Can we get the list? But eventually wrote that the investigation unearthed, quote, no evidence of select agents or toxins. What? Wait, what? Quote, at least 20 potentially infectious agents, but eventually wrote that the investigation unearthed, quote, no evidence of select agents or toxins, unquote, in a three-page report on the finding. That's like the Morgulon study. They're They're like, yeah, we did all this stuff. Um, It was weird. We couldn't find the answer. Um, Unexplained, blah, blah, blah. I'm glad my taxes are going to that. Um, Local officials and the House members critical of the investigation simultaneously argue the agency's actions fell short. Yes, those people are committing genocide upon us and no one cares. The CDC and others hung up on them, ignored them, until Congressman Jim Costa called them, Representative Kevin and Mark Carthy, Republican of California, said. But when the CDC showed up, they should have done what was right then, and they did not. They did not test the pathogens. They did not even find all of them. They left a freezer with Ebola in it, and we know how lethal that is. What this the fuck? The CDC responded to claims made in the House Committee's report on the BioLab investigation, issuing the following statement. The CDC, meaning the Chinese Death Mm -hmm. Coalition, strongly disputes the report's conclusions critical of the agency. The report includes numerous inaccuracies, including both the charge that CDC did not respond to local requests for aid and the false implication that CDC had the authority to unilaterally investigate or seize samples from PBI's Reedley Building. Indeed, CDC has and continues to be actively engaged within its regulatory authorities in the intergovernmental efforts to address issues surrounding the facility. But we don't care if you die. Meanwhile, President um, Xi Biden welcomed President Xi Jinping to the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit last month, garnering additional criticism for Republicans. It's a true slap in the face to Americans. Henson continued on Sunday, the Newsom administration and the Biden administration really rolled out the red carpet for President Xi as genocidal dictator. Yeah, a genocidal dictator came to town. They cleaned up San Francisco, did a parade that was fitting for a hero's welcome, and then hosted him as a guest of honor at a boozy dinner. Meanwhile, in Reedley, California, we're busting an illegal biolab. They had over a thousand mice that were designed to transmit COVID, so this administration needs to hold China accountable for its role in spreading COVID around the world, and it's very clear of their intention here, which was to do more damage to our country. Yes, finally, hearing someone say that in a major news network, it's so obvious. Yep. How many labs do you think they got in Atlanta? They probably got three by Hartsfield-Jackson. I know. Report that. Huge news. Huge news. Agree. Egypt, India abandoned dollar completely. Well, I guess we're losing World War III. India's not on our side. Well, they're in the... They're going to do what benefits them. Right now, a lot of that stuff is about staying with us. I mean, they want us to keep... Testing... Testing, come poo pee, testing, come poo pee. Hello? Oh, hey, guys, it's me, Crystal Clear. I know that wasn't very mature to say come poo pee, but it is my favorite Chinese dish. And speaking of Chinese dishes, I went recently and ate again at that Wuhan restaurant. I don't know why I keep going there and getting COVID tell you briefly about my latest COVID journey. I have season tickets.
I'll set the scene. It was last Friday morning, 9 a.m. I was walking into work, kind of in a daze, feeling like a jerk, but glad it was Friday. Only problem was the stabbing pain between my shoulder blades that was worse when I inhaled, every time I inhaled. Man, my heart was racing, Ugh, and I feel out of it. But, you know, I'm a warrior, winner, forced to be reckoned with. Have we ever met Crystal Clear here, director of nursing? I waltz right into the morning flash meeting, 9.15, and I sat there for a moment or two, thinking of nothing, feeling a bit hot. Then I stood up and walked out, went to the bathroom, came back. By the time I was back, people were talking again. Someone said, were there any send-outs last night? And I said, uh, send-outs. Uh, the one this morning, I said, referring to an ambulance I saw as I was walking in the front door. And, of course, I will get back to you on that. Realizing that I needed to buy time. Because not only did I not know the answer to this routine question, I had no idea how to even somehow discover such an answer. This was all foreign to me. Do I work here? I hope I'm not in charge of anything important. I don't feel well. Gosh, my back. This dabbing pain in my back. I get up again and go to the restroom. At this point, I'm really understanding that something is up with me. And I might be about to go down. I'm not sure what the fuck's going on. Um, as much as I hate hospitals, as much as I don't trust medicine as it is practiced industrially in our time. I felt pretty certain that the symptoms I was having were not great. I went to my office. I took my vital signs. My heart rate was almost 120. Blood pressure was normal, low, but low is normal for me. And... Then, I just decided I needed to go to the ER. It was almost as if someone other than me had taken over the driver's seat at that point. Because me, I am not going to the ER unless my leg has a bone sticking out of it. I am not going to the ER. But I guess I was lucky that the nurse maybe in me realized that, hey, there is something not great about these symptoms right now. I'm thinking aortic dissection, heart attack, pulmonary embolism. Not sure what's going on, but I know that a high heart rate and uh, stabbing pain in between my shoulder blades 
every time I inhaled was not a good thing. And as I said, I felt completely empty in my mind. Like I was, my head was just, just air. Um, so I drove my happy, unhappy ass to the ER and checked myself in. Had a bunch of tests done. As I'm getting these tests done, my fever is going up and up and up and up and up. Didn't even have a fever when I got there. And then they say, we're going to get your D-dimer, your troponin, your CBC, your CMP. What this means is D-dimer is a test to check for clotting, blood clots. Uh, troponin is a test to test for cardiac damage, so like heart attacks or some other kind of cardiac damage, um, muscle damage. Um, and then CBC, complete blood count. CMP, complete metabolic profile. That's like all your electrolytes and stuff, like salt and potassium and all that. So all the blood work comes back and they say, your, all your blood work looks great. Your EKG looks great. But <laughs> this one test, the D-dimer, that's not looking so great. So we'd like to do some chest x-rays and we'd like to do some CAT scans with contrast. And uh, you know what it all came down to? They said, they said, well, it's COVID. You tested positive for COVID. Now, let me tell you something, mind you. I'm not coughing. I'm not feeling any of the symptoms that I've ever felt before when I've had COVID, really. No, not at all. In fact, and I can smell so good, so well, that when the different paramedic, nurses, doctors come into the room by this time around lunchtime, I can smell what each one of them has eaten for lunch. There's nothing COVIDy about this, but I do feel sick as shit, like really sick. And that D-dimer was 5,000. A positive result on a D-dimer is 500. So 10 times the normal amount of clotting going on. This is COVID. And here I am three days later. Um, I'd like to thank horse. I'd like to thank the makers of horse paste. I would like to thank Japan for discovering ivermectin. I would like to thank whatever uh, veterinary company online thinks I have a horse and mailed me ivermectin. Thank you. Thank you. I do not recommend this at home. Please do not try this at home. All right. Onward and upward with this story. Morning glory. My new topic is, I don't know if you saw, but the news had a story about um, 23andMe having a bunch of data stolen. And it appears that they stole Jewish Ashkenazi Jews, which is what I am, Ashkenazi Jewish um, ancestry information and genetic information in Chinese. And I think that's really, really curious. Like, why Jews and Chinese? That's a strange combination.
there's nothing in common between Jews and Chinese. Like, that's just, there's not very many Jews in China. Like, it's just a very weird thing. Um, unless that you were trying to target two populations that somebody might want to attack, potentially. So that was the first thought that I had. I could be wrong about that. But, you know, given what's happening in the world, um, I just thought I'd put that out there. And, um, and the other thing that I thought was interesting was I saw a news article in the Epic Times that was talking about um, this new strain of COVID that is particularly damaging and devastating China. And there's some information that was leaked out or somehow it managed to escape that Iron Curtain or whatever, um, the veil of, of, infra, of propaganda that they have around their country. But it appears that they're, they couldn't deny it anymore because there's a whole bunch of really high-ranking Chinese officials that have been dropping down dead. And, you know, they had to publish something about it because the news was getting out because they're known famous people. And they would say things like, well, that they were loyal to the, I don't know how, how they said it, but like loyal to the empire or whatever. They were like good, you know, communists or whatever. Loyal to the CCP. Um, and I'm like, hmm... That is an interesting thing. If they're really getting hit super, super hard and lots of people are dying, A, that's because the vaccines, we know that now. And B, it begs the question of who is actually behind this one more time for me because it's like, I was like really leaning towards where you were, you know, when we, you were here, which is like, I was kind of resisting a little bit, but I like was really coming around to like, yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense that it's China. And when I read that, I was like, if it made a lot of sense that it was China, why are the high-ranking favorite pets of Xi Jinping dying? Like, that doesn't seem right. And I'm, almost, I'm like kind of wondering, like, how do you find out who's not dying? Like, how do I find out what group of people in the world are not dying from this? Because they're probably the ones <laughs> responsible or whatever. Anyway, but my idea about following the patents... Um, has proven out to be a really, really good idea. And I've gotten some juice there that I won't leave in this message because it'll be too long, but it's solid and it is damning and it is getting me closer than ever to understanding more about what the fuck is happening. Um, but I'm still, I'm still feeling rather clueless as to overarching. Like I'm looking for the universal, the unified theory of, genocide or whatever like unified theory of all these deaths and all this destruction and like what the what the fuck is actually the higher highest level like you know thing that this is all these different pieces are connecting and i'm still not quite there yet but i feel like i'm getting closer um and you know it's so weird socially like the the, the thing with israel like there is just such an anti anti-semitic fucking wave everywhere like i was at filming this um i was filming at the cinema lounge for their uh acting class on tuesday and this woman was next to me and she was jewish she said so i asked her um she looked jewish she acted jewish and i asked her and she said yeah she was but um she said that she had a very unpopular opinion about israel and i was like huh really so I'm thinking, like, maybe she's pro-Gaza for some reason. Like, so I asked her what it was. And she says, Israel was just defending itself. And I was like, that's the unpopular opinion? That Israel was defending itself? I mean, that's just the truth. 
like they were attacked at a music festival. I mean, it's just like, it could not be more clear cut. But the way that she said it really told me that in her world and her, you know, her, her system, social system, that there's just absolute unilateral anti-Semitic predominant views on it. And I'm just like, like, I shouldn't be shocked. I shouldn't be shocked by now. I shouldn't be shocked. But like, what the fuck, man? Like, oh my God. I mean, Palestine isn't even a state and Israel didn't even do that. And they're not even like, if you look at the history of it, it's like the Palestine as a concept was even created. It was even created to be anti-Israeli. Like, it's just, I mean, uh, so that's that. And I love you a lot. And I miss you a lot. And I'm sorry, I give you such long messages, but I miss you so much I couldn't help it. So I'm I'm gonna run now. Okay. God, it's always so good to hear your voice. I just listened to the seven minute message you sent me the other day that I told you I needed to marinate on and um I haven't listened to your most recent one. So apologies for that, and I will definitely get to it because everything you say is precious to me. Um, truly, truly, Kate. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about the seven-minute message. Um, one, no, you should be shocked. It is shocking. People beheaded babies, raped women, killed innocents, slaughtered them in front of their families, unprovoked, killed citizens at a fucking pro-Palestine music festival. What? I don't even get it. Occupiers. How the fuck would the United States feel if all of a sudden the Native Americans rose up, got off the inter- uh, uh, reservations, took some paragliders, par- uh, whatever the fuck they were doing, uh, paragliding into, you know, just suburban neighborhoods in America and started scalping people? Like, would would you be like, yeah, you stole the Native Americans' land. You're a terrorist. No, no. If that happened to Americans, they would be like, fuck those Indians. Fucking destroy every last one of them. They scalped my family member. Like, this is insanity. And this kind of insanity can only come about from a targeted, malicious campaign of misinformation. You know, I mean, yeah, no, no, no. It is shocking and it should remain shocking forever because the values of human dignity and they're not going in and raping Palestinian women and beheading babies. Oh, it makes me sick, Kate. It makes me so fucking sick. That's the first part. Part one. Please stay tuned for part two. Part two. Uh, as for the 23andMe breach, so interesting. I On the show, I've talked about previously the breach of 23andMe. I thought it was interesting because of the fact that, as you said, they stole ancestry data. Deflect criticism. You see, for the CCP, COVID-19 is the gift that keeps on giving. They have used this bioweapon to assassinate both internal and external enemies to the CCP's hegemony and power. They have used COVID-19 to groom and condition the entire world towards a surveillance state autocratic regime under the illegitimate guise of public health measures that clearly do not work. 
And we know about China's stance on Israel. They're obviously pro-Hamas, pro-terror, pro-evil. I mean, it's just that simple. I think now is that they see the Jews as a threat and they plan to ride this wave that they themselves have generated of anti-Semitism and anti-Israel uh, rhetoric that people have just incredibly you know, bought it, like hook, line, and sinker, even though it's so obviously untrue. The bad guys are the people who attacked first and beheaded babies and raped women and, you know, slaughtered human beings and kidnapped them. So, I mean, to me, this is just the setup in a longer play of scapegoating the Jews. You remember what happens in the Bible. I know you're not big on the New Testament, but hey, when everybody turns against Israel, that's when God comes back. I don't know. One last point, not because I want to like convince you of anything, because quite honestly, I don't know. But I go where the evidence leads. And in terms of the deaths, you know, the top officials and stuff, these are Xi's enemies, rivals. Um, you know, the one that just died, like the second in command. He was like the anti Xi in the country they're mourning him um some are saying insiders are saying that like they're making a they made a big show of mourning his death as a way to like subtly protest against xi like yeah we sure miss him now we're stuck with you and you alone um you know the white paper protests like they're so scared everything is indirect and like To me, he is using something to assassinate his rivals, kill the witnesses, puppeteer the puppets of Russia, Iran, and whoever else, North Korea. Think about that for a minute. If you have a problem called megalomaniacal, violent, sociopathic, narcissism you know the kind of guy that says something like one death is a tragedy but a hundred million is a statistic as marie antoinette said let them eat rice cake don't underestimate the dragon average iq in china is 104 the average iq in the u.s is 98. what i'm saying is look alert soldier my fellow countrymen and allies around the world by controlling and crafting the narrative in the press. Google itself controls everything you see and don't see. All the information that you receive online is through one party. So if you can believe that, then you must also allow that I am probably being shown different information than some of you are being shown. We are being divided and pitted against one another. It is time to see through the lies. We are united and the people united can never be defeated. You never know when you gotta go. Here's a list I made. The list is titled, Before I Die, I Would Like the World to Know and Remember that I Was 
One, extremely funny. Two, heard the voice of God many times. Three, was one of the world's best lovers. Four, had the perfect family and they loved me perfectly and made me everything good that I ever was. Five, never looked back and often saw the future. Six, got away with most of my crimes and only got arrested when I was innocent. Seven, was always the bigger person, though often surrounded myself with midgets. Eight, had endless fight in me. Nine, could make great music and did make it all my life. Ten, was the best exotic dancer in Marietta, Georgia from 2004 to 2006. Eleven, helped a lot of people and nearly all of them were strangers. Twelve, had endless love in me. Thirteen, was too brave to be dishonest about who I was and how I lived and too smart to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Fourteen, left the world without one regret or loose thread hanging, having never not once given anything less than my all. Well, there was that one loose thread. Uh, and it keeps hanging. I hope you keep hanging out with me. As always, I'm very appreciative that you came by, that you listened to the show, that you laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. I hope you didn't sprain anything. More Mortalons are not responsible for anything you sprained. All right. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned. <laughs>